This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, June 1st. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? It's been a long day, but I'm, I'm alright, Dylan. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. Did you watch the White Sox on Tuesday? I started to, then I gave up, and then I kind of wish I had. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they did okay actually. They the team can still win games. It turns out. Apparently, yes. Yes, yeah, and David Robinson can save games, which is good. That is a light of some kind, some tunnel of some kind. Mm. But but yeah, um, yeah. You see anything else in uh, in baseball that interested you on Tuesday, other than a million home runs? Actually, the, I was going to say the million home runs, but you got to me for you got there first. Yeah, you had Matt Whistler. He did well. I wanted to go there. I went Tyler Duffy. Uh, three straight bad starts for Duffy in a row, so I'm cool in there. CC Zabathia was awesome in Toronto. I, I all right. Like now we have to pay attention, right? Uh, no. <laughs> he's, been, he's been good since coming back from the disabled list. Then he goes into Toronto. Like he, you don't have to be sold, but you have to pay attention. And yeah, yeah. Matt Whistler did just fine. How about Jake Peavy? Jake Peavy went like seven innings and gave up a single, and that was it. Did you see that? I I saw it, and I, I don't believe my eyes. So It's the Braves. It's the worst offense in baseball, but good for Jake Peavy. I, it was also his birthday, so birthday present to him was great. But, uh, yeah. That, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, uh, John Moskett and the Reds went to Colorado and gave up 17 runs, seven homers, and... That is not shocking in any way. And I was thinking about DFS and how sometimes we stay away from the obvious to the expensive picks because you feel like you can't get the edge over people, you know, if you're picking what everybody else picks. Right. But the flip side of that is, like, if if it is obvious because it's best and that's where the most points are, you can get left behind depending on how the night plays out if you're just the only person to not have those guys. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's a night where I was like, obvious is not bad, necessarily, if, if it works out. Uh, I mean, if you're crazy and you went with Jake Peavy, that worked out for you. But you know, that, that's tough to do. Uh, yeah, and that's gonna seriously. If you pick Jake Peavy today, I tip my cap. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's Atlanta. I guess you can pick anybody against Atlanta. Yeah. You know? But and his FIP had looked a lot better than he's like three runs lower, but it still wasn't good. All right. Um, anyway, uh, Matt, before we get into Wednesday's games, I want to talk about our sponsor, SeatGeek.com, uh, especially because I want to make it up to Seattle pretty soon. Sometime in the next month or two, I'm going to go up and catch a game. And when I do, I'm going to use our sponsor, SeatGeek.com, get 20 bucks off whatever ticket I buy by using the code STREAMS as the, as the promo code. So the great thing about SeatGeek is, of course, you can get tickets to games hopefully baseball games but any sport and any concert or show or whatever you want to go see and uh you can buy and sell them and it, it kind of looks at prices and options from all sorts of sellers but it also shows you the final price immediately right up front so you're yeah. not wondering about what the fees are going to be or what it's going to be and it, it shows you it right. has a grade for it because it realizes what most things are going for and yeah they sponsor us which we think is great they help us uh do the show for free and they gave us our own code. So if you want to support them and support us, keep this show free, which it always will be, uh, you can go to SeatGeek.com or use the app on your iPhone or your Android device, whatever you have, and use the code STREAMS. And 20 bucks off a ticket is not bad. So I'm keeping that in mind when I'm thinking about going up to Seattle. 
and uh, you're going to Milwaukee soon, would you say, in a few weeks? Uh, yeah, about 10 days, I think. 11 days. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. I want to see pictures of your Hank, your Bobble Hank, I believe is what it's called, right? You're going to be jealous. I might be. I got to see. Maybe I got to look at the Seattle promo calendar, see what I'm going to run up there. Um, all right, Matt, let's get into these Wednesday options, because there's plenty. Um, the Reds are pitching in Colorado again, so I feel like we're just going to... Uh, you don't want to go, you know, immediately short-term memory, but there's no reason not to be in on just about anybody with a pulse in the Rockies lineup. But uh, what else are you looking at uh, starting a catcher for for Wednesday? Okay, catcher. The, the, the name that takes out to me is Matt Weeders getting fighting Joe Kelly. You're just down on Joe Kelly? Not in at all? Pretty much, yeah. He, like, came back from the disabled list and was awesome in his first outing, and then he went to Toronto and was bad. And that just, like, doesn't tell me anything if you struggle in Toronto, you know. Um, I I like Weeders. I like... The thing is, he throws pretty straight. It's always been his problem. Throws hard, yeah, but doesn't strike straight. people out. He throws hard, but when you have these home run hitters in, uh, in Baltimore, that can mean good things. So, yeah, I have some Baltimore hitters on, on Wednesday as well. Next to be honest, I got Wilson Ramos getting Adam Morgan. Sure. Yeah, he's turned around and is destroying lefties this year. Mm-hmm. Started righty heavy, but now he's kind of leaning into his splits. You know, he's doing damage against both sides, believe it or not. So yeah, I, I, I'm, and Adam Morgan actually struggles against righties, so he's yeah. You know, there we go. There was a time we were mildly interested in Adam Morgan, but that might have passed for a little bit, a little bit. I, don't you think? I, I, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, at least for now, it could come back. But right now, I'm like, eh, no, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Evan Gaddis getting Robbie Ray. Yep. Yep, anytime he gets a lefty, I think he can run into one. Yep, pretty much. And last on my list is Jared Saltalamachia. Yes, Salty always and forever. Getting yes. Shoe. Matt Shoe, who had a really great game an outing or two ago, and I that was a couldn't-believe-my-eyes start. Uh, he had 11 strikeouts against Houston last time out. And the time before that, 7 and a third scoreless, 12 strikeouts against Baltimore. Those are two very strikeout-happy teams, though. Are you buying Matt Shue even a little bit? No. Okay. If he has another good outing, I am forced to pay attention. I kind of like to go in threes, you know? Like, three bad ones and I'm out, and three good ones and I'm in. But uh, he has two. Uh, but he has to deal with the Tigers, and I think that's going to be a tough one. So uh, I'm in on Salt Lamont here. Any Tigers hitters, I can have more of them. I like those. Um, I wrote Buster Posey getting Williams Perez. Do you like the Giants getting Williams Perez? He's a guy who's been weirdly successful, even though he shouldn't be good. I kind of like their lefties because, believe it or not, you know, he's got more of a traditional platoon split, so I'm, I'm much more mm-hmm. buying the righties versus Williams Perez, but yeah. definitely the left-handers in, in, in the lineup I like. Yeah, he had another quality start last time. Three starts ago, gave up a big six-run clunker, but other than that, he's been pretty good. Three seven two ERA on the season, but. 19 strikeouts. He doesn't strike anybody out, uh, which means you can't really use him on the flip side. Hmm. Uh, I'm okay with picking against him. I don't think he's terrible, but I think if you there's giant sitters who like, they'll be fine. I wrote Miguel Montero getting Mike Bolsinger. I think that's fine. I think if you went Cubs, he'll be okay. Um, Chris Iannetta gets Christian Friedrich. Uh, the Padres keep bringing this lefty out there, and I think you know any of those Mariners righties you like, including Iannetta, will be okay. I wrote a JT Real Muto getting Jonathan Meese. Um, our friend Scott Strandberg just tonight gave me a weird stat, though, that he's been horrific at home. 
And it doesn't make any real sense, because Real Muto, we both like him, especially against lefties. He's been, admittedly, a little bit disappointing this year. OPS, like, hovering around 700, and I think he can be better than that. But for whatever reason, just not hitting at home. Uh, through Monday, a 437 OPS at home, 921 on the road. That doesn't really make sense. I know it's a pitcher's park at home, so I'm not really buying into it. But you can think twice there if, if you think that he just hates Miami, he hates Marlins Park. I don't know. It, that's a crazy split. Um, but he gets Jonathan Neese, and he likes it lefties, and I think you and I are both out on Jonathan Neese, right? Yeah, no, I, there's, there's no reason to stay away from Jonathan Neese, I don't think. Yeah, I'm not running out to pick on him like he's John Moskett or anything, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I think Real Muto will be okay. Um, my last name is the flip side of that, Francisco Cervelli getting Adam Conley. I keep talking about him against a lefty. Just an on-base machine. Not a lot of power, but high floor, and he gets a lefty in Conley, so he will be okay. Um, Matt, how about first base? Where are you starting? I've got quite a few options and quite a few, few usable options. Okay. What are you thinking? Anthony Rizzo versus Mike Walsinger. Yes, of course. Yep. Go nuts. Kind of like Brandon Belt versus Williams Perez. Yep. I'm in there. Paul Goldschmidt getting Mikey Fires. Yeah. I, I'm less excited. I want him to be better, but he's certainly not bad, so... He'll be fine. He prefers lefties, but he'll be fine. Well, such as that, his fires is a righty who historically struggles badly against righties. Yeah, that makes it helpful for sure. And Goldschmidt is a righty who's capable of hitting against pretty much anybody. So Yes, he is. Yeah. No, I'm fine with it. It might not be where I go, but I definitely don't think it's a bad pick. I worked on David Ortiz getting Mike Wright. Yeah, I think Mike Wright's very worth picking on. His only issue is that the Orioles bullpen can be pretty okay, but... I yeah I go say go for it. Uh, Chris Davis gets fighting Joe Kelly. Right, hoping that he throws that fastball really hard and really straight. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. And Mike Napoli against Cole Hamels. Yeah, I I like that. You think it's weird because it's Cole Hamels and you're staying away from him or what? Uh, well, Cole, Cole Hamels, he's been horrific against righties this year. Yeah. Of, the splits showing up a little bit more. Of twelve homers against, guess how many are against righties? Uh, eleven, twelve. Ten. Yeah. Plenty of them. I can see that. It's, yeah. And Napoli knows how to hit lefties, for sure. 352 on, on base percentage against. Yikes. Yeah. he'll. I think he'll be fine. Uh, I like... And Hamels gives up his share of homers. He's good. I still think he's a fine pitcher. I think you can rely on him. But he gives up his homers. So, I, I'm fine with that. I had... All those guys you had, I liked, I agreed with you on, on all those. Um... The other two I had you didn't. I have uh, Reynolds getting getting John Lamb. You like Mark Reynolds getting a lefty in Coors? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's been just fine there, and I think that he'll be okay. Uh, likes it lefties, likes it hitting Coors. He's been hitting a lot more for average and a little more of a contact guy than expected. A little less power, but he's producing. I think he'll be fine. Um, then our boy Deho Lee getting Christian Friedrich. I think he has enough power to do just fine there, uh, even though it's San Diego, don't you? Yeah, you'd think he'd sneak in there too against the. And he has the he has the glove to get in also because uh, it's it's in an NL park, but he plays first base well enough that I think they use him. You know, the problem is he might lose Nelson Cruz or Franklin Gutierrez. We'll get to them. I'm sure we'll like both of them, but they might not both play just because it's an NL park. So yeah, yeah. But if Deholi gets in, we're fine with that for sure. Second base, I had a ton of second basemen. It's a great I, second base day. I didn't. So. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I'll go first. We'll see if you had any I didn't have. I have Jonathan Scope getting Joe Kelly. Again, if you're looking for homers against Joe Kelly, I could see that. 
Okay. Dream Dustin Pedroia getting Mike right. I prefer Pedroia against lefties, but he's he's rolling. All the Rod so- Red Sox are rolling. They'll be just fine. I, I right. Mike Wright's so bad. Um, Ian Kinsler getting Matt Shue. You okay with that? You get a grand slam on Tuesday. And written down, yeah. Yeah, I like Ian Kinsler. He's hitting over 300, good power, some speed. He's looking like good Kinsler right now. I think the Tigers are waking up. Uh, Joe Panic gets Williams Perez. Okay, it's not exciting at all, but I think it's totally fine. Uh, ben Zobris gets Mike Bolsinger. Speaking of a guy that's on fire, and I'm starting to like picking against the Dodgers in terms of the bullpen's not very good outside Cambridge. <laughs> I know, right? I, it, it's never been great, but it's not good. So, I, I don't know. Ben Zobris is on fire. Um, Jose Altuve gets a lefty and Robbie Ray. That's a big, fat green light, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Gene Segura gets Mike Fires. That's righty on righty if you want some D-backs against them. I think that's that's good, too. Uh, your boy Steve Pierce gets a lefty and Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy's been okay as he stretches out. Steve Pierce also came out and was like, yeah, I'm hurt, but I'm playing through it. It'll be fine. It just hurts, which is not what you want to hear. So no. I'm not I'm not out on Steve Pierce, but that's discouraging. Um, but it's he likes to hit lefties, and he's still in while Logan Forsythe is out. And then I have Robinson Cano getting Christian Friedrich, even though it's lefty and lefty and it's Petco Park. Robinson Cano is just mashing the ball. And I don't think that all of a sudden he's going to not know how to hit a lefty that's Christian Friedrich. And I think he'll get Padres bullpen. So that's not, it's a little sneaky. I think people might be scared away and I fully trust Robinson Cano. So, um, yeah, ton of options at second base. And again, when I have a ton of options, I tend to pick that category last. So I might wait on first and second base and then just fill someone in there after you're to one of the others. But, um, Matt, did you have anybody at second base? I did not. I had one option, and again, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a weird one. Good. Uh, Andres Blanco versus Max Scherzer. Okay. Is the concept that nobody's going to take him? Accurate. Also, Scherzer's been horrific against left-handers this year. Yeah, he has shown his splits. Yeah. Okay. A, yeah. So far, he has uh, 22 walks allowed this season. Guess how many came against lefties? Of uh, his 22 walks, 15? 20. One of his 22, oh boy. It's a 392 OBP against. Yeah, that's, oh boy. That, uh, that, that's like a big red light flashing at me in his, in his stat sheet. Yeah, like, bad max definitely shows up sometimes. I think in terms of an ace, he's like very volatile. Um, so much so that like when he's on, he's incredible. Like over the last couple of years, he has more of those amazing games than uh, Kershaw does. He just, like, his ceiling's somehow barely higher, but, like, not nearly as consistent, you know? So, uh, he has those bad games mixed in. I don't know, a little bit of vol- volatility, and I think you can definitely pick against him in, on the chance that bad Max shows up. So, yeah, no, I think that's fine. I think it's definitely sneaky. I think he will look crazy. Uh, but that is how you... In a GPP, you can get some points there, I bet, that nobody else has. Um, okay, Matt, how'd you do at third base? I had four names that I liked. Okay. I had six. Um, where are you thinking of going? Okay, Manny Machado versus fighting Joe Kelly. Sure. I wrote him at shortstop. I think by now he might just be a shortstop. But yes, uh, absolutely. Travis Shaw getting Mike Wright. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm. It's not quite Rocky's level of confidence, but I'm ready to take just about any Red Sox person. Okay. <laughs> they're just rolling. They're they're on fire. I'm fine with it. I wrote on Anthony Rendon versus Adam Morgan. I like that. I had that too. And last I have Martin Prado versus John Neese. Yep, yep. We like him especially against lefties. I don't know the ceiling's that high. It's the only he, place we like him. 
Yeah. Well, earlier in the season when he was just hitting everything, there was, you know, there was that. But definitely like him against lefties. That's where I like him enough to actually use him, I think. Um, I like those. I wrote, uh, other than that, you can take Chris Bryant and get in Mike Bolsinger. That's fine. Uh, Nick Castellanos gets Matt Shue if you trust him in the, the on-fire, you know, Detroit offense. I'm fine with that. He prefers lefties, but he can hit right. He can, he can hit Matt Shoemaker. He'll be fine. Um, I wrote Nolan Arenado getting John Lamb. You're going to pay out the nose for it, but that paid off on Tuesday. Uh, I think he'll be popular, but for a good reason. And I have uh, Evan Longoria getting Danny Duffy. Um, one of those yeah, raised like righties getting lefty. But then you get the Kansas City bullpen, which I don't like. It's not as scary as it used to be, but... But yeah, no, Longoria is not that exciting. He's an option. It's it's not great, but it's an option. Um, there, I, I like Travis Shaw. I like Rendon as a sneaky one. I I just go Castellanos or if you can afford it, Arenado. I don't know. So at shortstop, I had Manny Machado. I had Brandon Crawford getting Williams Perez, which is fine. You can take Carlos Correa getting Robbie Ray. But again, the thing with Carlos Correa is he hit lefties last year, which is the platoon advantage. This year he has stopped doing that, but he's been a little bit colder this year anyway. I trust him. I think he's not gonna like be a guy that can't hit lefties or anything. He will be fine. He's incredibly talented, sophomore slump. Uh, I think he can hit Robbie Ray. I think he'll be okay. So be a little bit careful, but I think I'm fine with it. Um, and the really popular one's gonna be Trevor Story getting John Lamb. Yes. Trevor Story didn't really get in on uh, the 17 run outburst on Tuesday, but um, he'll be fine. So. Yeah, if you want to go with the crowd there, I think that's okay. Uh, did you have any shortstops I did not have? Yeah, I, I actually I kind of like the other side of that matchup with Zach Kozar getting Tyler Chadwick looking cheaper. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, the, I mean it's righty on righty, but I don't think Zach Kozar cares too badly, do you? And believe it or not, Tyler Chatwood, he, he's got the reverse platoons, but he's a righty who struggles against righties, and he's in that for his entire career. So yeah, and it is in Coors Field, so there yeah. You go. Uh, I mean, the Reds got thumped, but they still had a couple homers. Like yeah, they're gonna... it's not like they were like rolled over. No. Yeah. No. There, there's some fades there where people are going to be looking at the Rockies and how bad the Red staff is, and they are. But uh, it's not like the Reds can't score any runs either. So, I like that. Um, any other short stops for you? Francisco Lindor getting Cole Hamels. Yeah. The the Texas uh, Cleveland one again is in this weird like an hour ahead game, but I think it would if it's is part of your slate. I like those for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then in the outfield, I already mentioned Nelson Cruz or Franklin Gutierrez. Whoever, whoever's getting in there getting Christian Friedrich. I'm sure you're fine with that. Um, like them against lefties. Who else do you have in the outfield for Wednesday? Okay, starting with the stacks, the, the only part of the Yankees lineup I like against Aaron Sanchez is their outfield. Right. You want to use lefties against them. Pretty much, yeah. Although, yeah. You know, switch hitters for lefties, take your pick. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fine. He's been, he's kind of settling in, uh, Aaron Sanchez is, to not being great, but certainly being good, you know. I think he'll be okay. I mean, he's he's figured out the control problems. He's not a control artist, but he, they're just not terrible. You know, he's not getting murdered by lefties, but I think you can still, I think you can still pick him against him with lefties, I so. Think too. Yeah. And the, the only other stack I really like, and this is... I don't, I, when I say like, I mean I'm intrigued by is the Braves mm. against this El, Albert Suarez character. Right. We haven't talked about him. We'll talk about him in pictures. So he's a guy that I, I don't know anything about him, do you? He's like a, tw- he's a 26-year-old rookie, I think. Right. 
So he just seems like organizational depth, like Pretty a fifth starter type. He's coming up. Uh, he's been okay for them, like in the bullpen, basically. But it's the Braves, and we just saw what Jake Peavy did. Like, I I agree. If there's any Braves hitters that you like, go ahead and pick against him. But when we get the pitchers, like I think he automatically by getting the Braves as a streaming option, you know. I don't know that to be true. We'll see. We'll talk about it in pitchers. Um. Anyway, so what you like Enciarte and Malik Smith and even Nick the Stick Marquez? Yeah, anyone of the lefties, I I would be intrigued by. I don't. I, I have like no data to base this off of, so I'm going with your DFS gut. I'm okay with it. What, secret is that we're all just kind of guessing, even with our data. Our, our job is to predict the future, and it's hilariously impossibly hard, but that's why it's fun. So yeah, I don't think those are crazy at all. Especially so, especially in DFS, where unlike regular fantasy, a lot of what you're doing is specifically against other players because you need to pick where they don't. So like, it's not just data, but it's psychology at times. Uh... I don't know. I I think your gut is is trustworthy. I think that's okay. It's not it's not my gut. It's lefty. It's lefties and righties. But I just I don't have any data to back that up that Suarez is going to struggle against lefties. So yeah, I think it'll be fine. The, the only other outfield second I, I really like is the Rays against Danny Duffy. Yep, we like their left-handed outfielders, the Brandon Guyer. Right-handed. Right, the right-handed ones that hit lefties. Yes, Correct. sorry, they're lefty mashers. Uh, Brandon Guyer, Steven Souza. Yeah, and maybe Desmond Jennings, who you don't like. I, you like him more than I do. Go ahead. Yeah, it's he hasn't done much. No. But yeah, yeah, he had shown to hit lefties in the past. I'm. It's been whatever. But I do like Steven Souza and even Brandon Geyer. Sure. Um, what about Giants outfield getting Williams Perez? Who specifically? Uh, I mean Denard Span and Hunter Pence. I mean Denard Span would have the platoon advantage and Hunter Pence. Been on fire too. Yeah, I'm fine with it. He's he's doing what they need him to do. Has more walks than strikeouts, stealing some bases. Like, he's been. It's a leadoff guy, so not a lot of power or anything, but he'll be okay. Um, especially if they score some runs there. Uh, Mookie Betts had three homers on Tuesday, and I think that might make him really popular on Wednesday. But he gets Mike Wright, so I get it. Are you. Even if the price doesn't reflect it, again, with the uh, kind of the going against other people thing, do you have to stay away from a guy that might be really popular based on one game. I just, I don't, if I'm picking a Boston outfielder on Wednesday, it's probably JBJ. It's probably not Mookie Betts. I think JBJ is uh, on the paternity list, having a kid. Oh, congratulations to Jackie Bradley Jr. I had no idea. Yeah, so he's out for a few days and Rosny Castillo is in. Do you have any interest in Rosny Castillo? No, none. Literally none. Yeah, I'm interested once he shows that he can do stuff in the major leagues, but I'm not going to guess that. You can take him as a super dark horse against Mike Wright just because Mike Wright's bad, but like, there's no faith there. Not yet. No. Yeah. Um, I agree JBJ is cool, uh, but not for the next day or two. Um, I trust Mookie Betts, but I might just be like, he's going to be popular. Um, how about JD Martinez getting Matt Shu? You okay had with that? Had they written down, believe it or not. Yeah. He hit his 11th or 12th, I think, on Tuesday. Also, Justin Upton hit his third. <laughs> He already has, like, 70-some strikeouts. That's the thing. He is just... Oh, God, he looks bad. Uh, a sign of life on Tuesday, but I don't know that that means I'm going with him looking for back-to-back on Wednesday. I can't trust him yet, so... Um, I wrote Jason Worth getting Adam Morgan. That's my my Nationals outfielder I like against lefties. It's a good pick. He still has that skill. I yeah, it's, it's like the one thing it's like the only thing he can still do is mash on lefties. 
Yep. Um, the only uh, Dodger I'm picking against John Lester is Enrique Hernandez. Getting in there gets a lefty, gets John Lester. And even that I don't feel great about because John Lester is pretty okay, you know, pretty good. So uh, if you want to go Enrique, I like that. I wrote George Springer getting Robbie Ray. George Springer's on fire. They're batting up near the top of the lineup, and it's ready on lefty. So you're okay with that, I assume? Oh, absolutely. Yes, I had it written down. I like it. You like George Springer. Um, so let's talk about these Rockies again. I just talked about how I'm hesitant on Mookie Betts because he, you know, had such a big day on Tuesday that people might stay away. Or people might pile on, and so you should stay away. But the Reds are starting a lefty in John Lamb. And we love those Rockies outfielders. Um, Ryan Rayburn might get the start, and I think we like Ryan Rayburn when he gets a lefty. But the other ones, like, I'm not scared. Like, they had John Moskett go, and he literally only went two innings. Like, he, they get a ton more at-bats, especially as they get in that bullpen. Would you consider, I mean, Carlos Gonzalez has homers in four straight games in five of the past six. He goes on incredible tears and looks like he might be in one right now. Are you okay with Cargo? Or I mean, we didn't say Arenado, but are you you okay with any of these Rockies outfielders against John Lamb? This might be silly, but I don't like them as much against a lefty as I do against a righty. I get that, because they're left-handed. I'm just saying, I, I kind of like it in that it might scare people away, and I trust them because still the majority of their bats are, might come against the bullpen. I don't know. John Lamb's not exactly great, either. He's not. No, I'm 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 giving the personal green light for Rockies outfielders. If you're not, I understand, but I think that it's maybe a bonus that some people are shying away. Fair enough. No, I I I definitely see the appeal. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, I wouldn't you know make fun of anybody for for trying Rockies outfielder against the lefty yeah. at home. I yeah, and the Reds bullpen. That's necessarily a play I would like to make, but I I, yeah. I, could, I could see the appeal. Sure. And then the other ones I had left, Jay Bruce and Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall of much discussion in our last show and confusion. Uh, Jay Bruce had a homer on Tuesday. Duvall is fine. They get Tyler Chatwood. Uh, Duvall, that's the righty on righty. You might like that more, right? With Chatwood's weakness. Like that more. Yes. Yeah, uh, we're fine with that. He hits righty, so I think that's a good place for him. They're batting him between the two either. Also, it's going Votto, Duvall, Bruce right now. They're splitting him up. He's in a good place. Um, he gets a thumbs up from me. Uh, so those are my outfielders. Do you have any outfielders that, that I didn't get to, or that we hadn't gotten to? Let's rip through these and then get to pitching. Uh, sure. Nomar Mazzara getting Trevor Bauer. Sure. I'm fine with that. Like the, the one lefty I trust in the Texas lineup. Yeah. I wish I had Marlon Bird versus Cole Hamels. Sure. If he has a skill, it's hitting lefties, right? Yeah, pretty much. So. Yeah. He, what a weird career for that guy, though. He's been around a long time and for a while looked pretty much done and retired. And, and he kind of came back and is good again. And, yeah. yeah, he is. He's. I just looked. He's hitting lefties this year. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, it's not a lot of sample size, but he should get in there and he can do that. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, our guy Odubel Herrera getting Max Scherzer. Okay. Yeah. Mark Trumbo getting fighting Joe Kelly. Yeah, I prefer him against lefties, but I don't think that he's going to struggle. I think he could easily run into one. He's mashing everybody, and he. Yeah. It's Joe. It's Joe Kelly and his big straight fastball. So. Yeah. Actually, probably my favorite pick of the day, believe it or not, Marcelo Zuna getting John Meese. Ah, yeah, I missed that one. I like that a lot. He's very quietly having an awesome year. He really is. And he's doing yeah. a lot of damage against lefties. So. Yep. He had some like crazy on-base streak, which people don't pay much attention to. But uh, OPS well over 900 on the air. Whoa, I just looked. Really mashing lefties. Through Monday, it was 14.01 OPS against lefties. That's 42 trips to the plate, but half his homers are coming against lefties. Yeah. 
He's very quietly been awesome. Remember when the Marlins tried to get rid of him? Because yes. the word was that Jeffrey Loria didn't like him, or I forget. It was it was something shady and goofy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he's great. I'm yeah, that's a good one. The, the, I'm sad I missed that one. So, uh, any other outfielders for you? Yeah, two. Okay. El Coffee himself, Gregory Polanco, getting Adam Conley. Sure. Uh, that's lefty on lefty, but it shouldn't matter, right? Maybe that makes him unpopular. Okay. The process is this. Conley's a lefty who struggles against lefties. Yeah, that's true. Gregor Polanco is a lefty who actually, he's got no PS against lefties over 800, so... He should be fine. It, yeah, I, I like that. They, they kind of meet, they kind of, they kind of match. Yep. No, that's a that's a good matchup. I'm not that in on Adam Conley, so I'm I think Adam Conley fan, but that's like the the one pirate I really like against him. Nice. And lastly, uh, Brandon the Fury Drury getting Mikey Fires. That's a that's a good one. Uh, it's a, that's a good nickname at least. I like the pick the pick just fine too. He's still hitting. They're hitting him up near the top of the lineup. And if you want to pick on Mike Fires, I'm fine with that. It's, I'm a little intrigued by Fires. It's ready, and, it's ready and ready, but again, Fires is that. Extreme weakness against righties. He loves giving up homers to righties. So yeah. So no, I I'm into that. Let's get to pitching. I mentioned this to you. I forwarded you the email. So longtime listeners of the show know that we loved. You did. You loved before I did, and it might have come from Eno. You liked Dallas Keuchel before he blew up, and we sponsored his baseball reference page when it was an unknown. Okay. And uh, we got. I don't remember how much, but it was cheap. It was affordable. And it we was bought a year of it. It was like ridiculous. I think it was. I want to say it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, because nobody knew who he was. He, he pitched in the major leagues. He was just bad. Yeah, it was like one of the cheapest. Yeah, players. I don't know how their algorithm yeah. works. I'm sure it's just traffic driven. But nobody had looked up Dallas Keuchel, so we got him for super cheap. Um, and we bought it for a year, and then he ended up being good. And then when the year passes through, the algorithm is like, "All right, do you want to refresh at 150 dollars or whatever it was?" And we're like, "No." It was yeah. It was so, it was ridiculous. <laughs> the, the bump was ridiculous. Rightfully so, because he'd gotten good. Um. So we switched to a new pitcher, and we went with our boy Chase Anderson, yeah. who was also maybe he was like thirty bucks, just a little bit more. Yeah, maybe the prices are going what? One of the cheapest guys you could possibly sponsor in BR. Yeah, uh, and so we got him, and he did not blow up like Dallas Keuchel, no. but he's become more notable. He's been a major league pitcher; more people know who he is. So uh, it's the middle of the season. And we've been doing one year uh, sponsorships. And I got an email saying, hey, your Chase Anderson sponsorship is is coming up. And it's like 80 bucks or something, which is not insane, but like outside of our price range for this show, yes. what we want to do. So it is time for us, not now, not this show, but time to start turning the wheels on who our next sponsored uh, sponsored streaming pitcher is going to be. And it, it, We liked Keiko and we liked Chase Anderson because those are guys we kept using. Yeah, um, yeah let's... Uh, how about... Tweeted us if you have any ideas of guys that you think would be fun for us to sponsor. We're we're going to kick around some ideas. Uh, we got a few weeks to think about it and figure it out before yeah. Chase Anderson is no longer ours. But might have fun picking a new mascot. It went well the first time. It went long, not as strong the second time. It went ridiculously. Time. I can't believe how well it went the first time. Yeah. that You liked it more than I did. I mean, obviously, I followed suit when he got really good. But, uh, yeah, at one point, our podcast was on his baseball reference page. Yeah, all right, so that, yeah, so tweeted us, let, let us if you have any Anderson ideas. page still has my old Twitter handle, that's hysterical. Oh, I gotta go edit it, I'm sorry, I can fix that. Okay, so, pitchers, we're looking at these guys that we can stream, 
Um, I wrote Joe Kelly because, again, he was so good two times ago, and he does have that velocity. He has been good at times, but he was bad in Toronto, and I don't know if that means anything. I'm at least intrigued, especially because Baltimore whiffs so much. I'm not sure I'm going there, but I think he's an option. You hate him more than I do. You trust him less than I do. Accurate. Uh, Michael Fulmer gets the Angels. He has shown good stuff at times, and the Angels have been bad at times. Uh, are you interested at all in Michael Fulmer going to Anaheim? A little bit. Okay. I, I think I like him better for the contest than I, than I would for, like, DFS, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, not enough of a ceiling. Speaking of ceiling, Max Scherzer gets the Phillies. I am fine with it. Like, yeah, he has some weakness against lefties, but they're really bad. They can't hit. Like, they were getting good sequencing earlier in the year, but they can't hit. Um, I think that that's a totally fine matchup for a guy who has an extreme ceiling. Again, I was saying sometimes he just goes nuts and has 20 strikeouts, and not a lot of guys can do that. So if you're feeling lucky, I don't think it's crazy to build around Scherzer at all. So if I'm going to pay for an ace, I like ones that do have that crazy ceiling. If I'm Um, paying for an ace, I think I'm going elsewhere. Alright, that's fine. I don't blame you not going with him, too. Uh, Ace is just like a very specific strategy. Matt, where do you think you're going to pitcher then? Chris Archer versus the Royals. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked Drew Smiley, and then he had like the worst outing of his career on Tuesday. Like, eight runs. But he just pitched terribly, and he's been a bit cold. Uh, I don't think that was the Royals destroying him. The Royals lineup's broken. I will pick against them. I'll take Chris Archer there. I'm not scared of after a, a bad Smiley outing, so... Um, yeah, I'm all in with that. Felix has not been Felix, but do you trust him getting the Padres? I, yes, I trust King Felix in San Diego, in San Diego especially, yes. Yeah, I, I think he's, if you have him in fantasy, I'm worried, like, there's a lot of warning signs, and you might be paying more than you should, like, his price might be too high, but if you can afford him and fit him, I, I think he's fine. Mike Fires getting the D-backs, are you just scared away? I have no interest in Mike Fires. Okay, I'm I'm a little bit interested, because at least some strikeouts make him interesting, but I agree that he's scary. Things can go badly. He hasn't been striking people out recently either. Ugh, yeah, I don't know. Things can go badly there, for sure. John Lester gets the Dodgers, and we only named one Dodger, and it's a part-time player. Are you okay with uh, John Lester? Yeah, he, he hasn't really come with platoons with this year, so, or no. in general. There just aren't that many Dodgers guys I'm not scared of. No, there really aren't. There's some good ones, like Corey Seager's good. Your boy Trace Thompson is all of a sudden becoming a good Dodgers hitter. But, like, I I don't know. I think he'll be okay. Um, I think even though you like the outfielders, you can take Aaron Sanchez getting the Yankees. I don't think he's an ace, but he'll be fine, right? Yeah. I've got to think he'd be okay in that that, that scenario. Yep, I like that. Um, Tanaka gets the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays aren't quite the same absolute stay away offense that they were, but they're still not easy. Like, it's still tough. And he's been good, not great. Um, I think you can take Tanaka, but I'm not, I don't think that's an ace I don't want to full price for Tanaka in, in Toronto. Yeah, I. it's okay. It's not great. Um, the only other name I wrote down is Albert Suarez getting, getting the Braves, because the Braves are that horrible. And all you want is five innings and hopefully a win. Like, you're just wind hunting there and then putting a bunch of, you know, money into your lineup. But I think you can consider that. I think that is DFS viable. It's not going to cost you anything. Um, but you got to feel lucky. <laughs> you're, I mean, he went. he's already had a five-inning outing. You know, they're not just going to let him throw three. So, I don't know. But there's not nothing to be excited about there. Do you have any other pitchers that you like? I, I kind of like Adam Conley. Okay. Yeah, the Pirates have been very whatever. You know, I'm not that scared of that lineup. It's okay. Um... So, you know what? The same with Nice. 
to be honest, I don't really believe in John Eason that much, but the Marlins aren't hitting that well either. I think both of them are about the same level. Of, I think with Conley's a, a bit more upside for strikeouts than these. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think there's more upside there, but I think the Marlins might be a worse matchup. Um, I don't know. They're both mid-level interesting, for sure. Uh, yeah, that might be it for me. I mean, if you're counting the afternoon, or the, the one early game, um, the one barely early game, not the middle of the day. Sorry, just the Rangers against the Indians. If they fit you, Cole Hamels and Trevor Bauer are both very viable. Um, those are totally options, but I don't know if it's going to fit here. I almost want to say I like the matchup better for Bauer than I do for Hamels. The Rangers are not that scary. They have a lot of broken parts in their lineup, so... They have talent, but they have a lot of broken parts. So I just I don't understand why they keep putting Prince Fielder like in the middle of that lineup. I don't get it. I I understand why you got to keep playing him, I guess. But yeah, they're batting him in the middle. I don't know why don't, he has I not done. I Understand why he's keeping his his spot in that order. I don't. Know. I mean, it, they and why Joey Gallo is. They brought Joey Gallo up for like almost a week, and I picked him up, and he got one at bat all week, and then they sent him back down, and he immediately started blasting the ball again. Out. All right. Okay, I think a lot of Rangers fans are annoyed. Yeah, so not a ton of pitching options, but the safe ones are Lester, Felix, and if you want to pay for Scherzer, that's fine. And I think we like Chris Archer a lot, if you want an ace. So, yeah. All right, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, peanut butter and jelly eating contest tomorrow. Ah, uh, yeah, something to be excited right, I, about. I apologize today. Yes, Wednesday. Yes, so, on Wednesday, yes. When you listen to this, tweet at MattD underscore DFS encouragement tips any ideas suggestions what the plan is to you know any any info on how to win a peanut butter and jelly eating contest i don't know you see i'm not trying i'm i'm playing to lose yeah i mean do you think there are people at your company that are are gonna be a little more gung-ho than you yes okay i'm like maybe you'll find out that your competition's weak and you can go for it no the the fruit's hanging low the, 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 the boss is one of the people in it, and he is, like, hardcore, like, alpha male, go, go, go. Yes. And I, I could see him, like, eating until he throws up in order to win. Okay. And no part of you wants to beat him? No. I don't, uh, if I was, like, you know, maybe ten years younger, I'd be thinking about, like, I'm gonna take that sucker down. Yeah. No, no, no. When, when, no. Well, I'm excited to hear your report on how it goes. Um... Also, uh, yeah, I'll be tweeting at you, too. Uh, also, on uh, on Wednesday, so for Thursday's show, we're having a guest, having another guest in. We're having uh, Twitter's own Yancey Eaton coming in. I think everybody knows Yancey from somewhere or the other. Uh, he has his own podcast he'll be telling us about, but also, uh, I just I see him all over baseball Twitter and on other sites and stuff. But he's going to join us, come talk DFS with us, because yeah, he's DFS friend not. of the show. Absolutely. Uh, so he'll be joining us. We like having guests in here. And then on Friday, uh, I'm having Eno Saris on with Brad and I for Friday morning show, awesome. the live show we're doing. Yeah, it's it's been tough to get Eno on because he has to take his kids to school on Friday mornings. Uh, so we're going to move the show back an hour to accommodate. But we'll have more info about that on Thursday. But we'll be having Eno on the show on Friday. But on Thursday's show, coming back tomorrow, uh, will be Yancey Eden. So... Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm um, talking so, to Yancey. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, Matt's on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Uh, give us some ideas for who we should sponsor on Baseball Reference, especially if you list the prices, because uh, we're going to buy them out of pocket, but it's a fun investment for a year uh, to advertise our show. The, the, the Dallas Keiko thing could not have gone better. I'm That's good. 
that well we get I, to say i've had people i've had like people that now be like wait a minute are you the one on this page i'm like yes we sponsored that uh it's a it's pretty funny and it's becoming a tradition now so every year we're going to pick a player yeah and this is every not sure year who, it's, yeah not sure who this is going to be the year of but I, I i i vaguely remember like we had it it was i think we were between like dallas keiko and jeff Locke. Uh, that might have been right because we loved Jeff Locke that year. That we was did. a stream. Um, that was a stream Jeff Locke year. Yeah, it uh, was. And this is not a stream Jeff Locke. I want to say Jeff Locke was was like way too much. Cause I think he has an all star appearance. Is he not? Something like that. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of algorithm, mostly based on traffic of how they get priced. And so looking into all of them to, to see how they go. Um, but it's a picture that we like to stream. And so you can look at the spreadsheet also. Maybe we'll comb that for some ideas. See where we want to go. Anyway, yeah, well, we'd like to hear from you on, on who you think that we should use. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, 2013, Matt. Jeff Locke was an all-star. It's hysterical. Yeah, so we got that price bump. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, all-star appearances. Um, okay, uh, yeah, that'll do it for us for Wednesday. Uh, good luck with your stacks. Let us know how it goes, uh, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.